Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hayes is How You're Learning. I'm your host, Ashley Hayes, and this episode is all about creative project management. I've been shifting from a business model of ongoing content to a model of project-based content. And what that means is I'm used to creating things and putting them out when I feel like it or having sort of a from-the-page-to-the-stage model where I write poems, perform them at shows, and sort of continue that cycle. But since Alvin has come on board, we've created content content more intentionally and ventured into the wonderful world of video production, which comes with its own set of issues and difficulties. I wanted to tell you a bit about how I organize my projects and to give you all some tools and tips to manage your own creative projects and teams. So for the sake of this episode, I'm going to use my most recent video as a case study. So this past Sunday, well, actually, by the time you hear this, it'll probably be two Sundays ago, but I recently um, shot a video with some very talented musicians to submit to the NPR Tiny Desk Contest. And for those of you who don't know, the Tiny Desk Contest is an opportunity for unsigned artists to get a chance to perform a set on the Tiny Desk series. Um, Most of you may know I appeared on Tiny Desk last January with the super dope group Blood Orange. I'm submitting as a solo act this year in hopes of getting my own feature. If not, I shot a dope-ass video and I'm super proud of that. So let's talk about the steps I took to plan this shoot and how I remain organized organized through the process. The first thing I did was get clear on the project. Um, That actually took a while. When I first planned this, I wanted to do a 30-minute to an hour performance and sort of chop up the poems up and distribute them individually. But after conversations with videographers and getting quotes, I realized the size of the project was way out of my league at the moment. It would cost me between $5,000 and $10,000 to produce an hour special like that, even on a small scale. So around December, I decided we would focus our energy on filming one poem and producing a quality video within our means. I think it was also hard for me to get clear because this was something I've never done before. I've only produced about four or five large-scale shows, and this was my first time doing a video with other people. All my footage at this point has been just me being on stage performing to an audience. So this project produced the tasks of removing that audience that I'm used to having adding music, and then focusing on having video as a final product. So once I got clear on the project, I had to work through finalizing the single, deciding which musical elements worked and which didn't, having conversations with my producer, Slim, and the singer I invited, Aaliyah Above, and we were able to land on a version we all agreed on, and then we moved forward from there. So the next thing was deciding the key, who the key players are going to be. This element of hiring your own team is highly budget-dependent. I was hoping to get some funding and multiple sources fell through. So I had to self-fund this project with about 700 bucks of my own money. That meant hiring locally because it costs to import people or bring people in from other cities and hiring creatives who were there because they trust my vision, not because they needed a big payday. Um, The final team ended up being Mr. Mr. Lewis Studios as the videographer and video consultant, September Whitfield on set design and as my wardrobe stylist, Flynn Wave as a music producer, Choo Choo Who on keys, and I rented um, Choo Choo's apartment as our set. Catherine R. Smith on cello, Demarcus Davis on violin, and Black Jordan of the Band of Brothers on drums. And I sent out emails about 60 days in advance to check people's availability, and then probably 30 days out to confirm the details. And let me tell y'all, even the best laid plans sometimes go awry. Roughly 24 hours before the shoot, my original piano player pulled out of 
of the project. And Choo Choo graciously and professionally filled up, filled in on short notice. And sometimes you can plan everything and something still not go according to plan. And the best thing I could do was control the controllables. I almost gave up, but I was able to clear my head and make the best decision I could for the situation. Another important key to project management is creating a timeline and effective time management. I started thinking about the contest in November of last year and having conversations about the video way back then. I knew it needed to be shot and finished by the end of March based on the previous contest rules and deadlines. So around January, I finalized the budget and finalized the specs or specifications. I knew we needed two cameras, an audio recording solution, and a nice set where we could produce music and not need a permit because permits cost. And my rough timeline was as follows. 120 days out, have project meetings and finalize the vision. 90 days out, finalize the budget. 60 days out, confirm the cast and location. Confirm who's going to be there and where we're going to shoot. Then 30 days out, um, I finalized the cast and location, the date and time. I coordinated rehearsal with the cast, finalized the aesthetics with set and wardrobe. So that means I checked with September um, to look at mood boards to figure how we wanted the set to look how we wanted me to look, um, and then I had to reserve the equipment. And so the 48 hours leading up to the event, I was a scheduling beast, if I do say so myself. Alvin and I shared the responsibility of picking up the equipment. I went to the east side to get the tiny desk, and he went to Sandy Springs to pick up the cameras, and Slim let me borrow his other camera. Um, so that we could have two quality angles on performance. And I've done Tiny Desk before, so I knew if they had eight camera angles, um, which they do, then I would want as many as possible. And I think we'll do an episode soon on video production, just on video production. Um, we needed to have proper storage, batteries, lighting, audio. It is a lot. And when I tell you, this could have easily cost me a few thousand dollars if we had everything we wanted and honestly, everything we needed. Some of it was pure pure magic because we didn't have lights and then the lighting in the apartment changed while we were filming. Um, production is not for the faint of heart. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Uh, moving on to styling, September was able to find me clothes from a brilliant designer in Atlanta, Miss Van Miller, who runs a clothing business alongside her husband. Um, I didn't even try on the clothes until the day of the show, which is very risky business for a big girl. Um, but the first time I worked with September, the very first look she put me in worked. And I knew that this time I at least had some stuff in my closet if what she brought didn't work. But this time... It happened again. The first look we tried worked. Um, I had a staple piece to layer underneath it, but all in all, it was magic. And so this touches on another key, which is delegating tasks. I didn't go to production school. So while many people take the time to get the education of like what each person and job title is expected to do on set, I pretty much rely on my understanding of what specific tasks need to happen, and then deciding who needs to complete those tasks. And we didn't have the budget for an assistant, so anything that needed to be picked up or packed or moved was going to have to be moved by people who are performing generally. And that means that I'm doing my makeup and hair and then loading up the tiny desk and audio equipment. Um, shout out to Choo Choo's boyfriend, who was not in the budget, but helped me unload my truck and helped us move some stuff, move some furniture. That means Alvin is setting up cameras and monitoring 
monitoring battery levels and monitoring the autofocus on the cameras. That means I'm running sound levels and doing sound check. That means after the performance, we have to pack up our own stuff and I have to do the accounting and make sure everybody's paid. And even though it's the homies um, and people who support me, I still value their time and I pay them. And if I couldn't do these things myself, I probably wouldn't be in this business. It costs so much to hire people to support artists to make a show or a music video happen. So I hardly blink when somebody says they spent $100,000 on a music video that is a small budget now that I have more information about the business. In this experience, I've learned the importance of budgeting time and money for rehearsal. I studied Beyonce's work, and with Baychella, she actually had to rent three sound stages and hire camera operators for up to eight months. I, of course, was producing a much smaller performance, but obviously, but even with having a piano, cello, violin, and then me performing, we surely couldn't do it in my third floor walk-up apartment. So I called some places, and they were either booked or more than I could could afford. Luckily, one of the musicians was kind of us to let us kind enough to let us use his home to rehearse. But next time I'll have a budget and I'll coordinate rehearsal earlier. I did remember to set up a tripod to film rehearsal on my phone so that we could see what we're doing. And I'm really happy about that. Even having just that simple video helped the process. And so the last and most important key is communication. Um, I've had to draft emails and text messages and make calls and continuously remain in communication with my team. Having a change in cast less than 24 hours in advance was huge for me because that meant I had to carve out more time of my day to message people to see if the changes were feasible, send music to the new piano player, put Alvin on alert that there could be a big change, all of that. And this ain't theater, so there's no understudy. Um, if anybody dropped out, I really didn't know. I really didn't have many solutions. But remaining calm and communicating the facts and possibilities um, clearly is a big deal. I kept repeating control the controllables. Checking with people before you make decisions is an important element of leadership. Very rarely do I decide and then just communicate a decision. I usually communicate the options I think are most feasible and then I ask for feedback and we can collectively make a decision. Um, not always, but most of the time that's how I operate. I've also learned the value of consistency and working with folks you trust. My team was on time, on point, professional we did our very best with what we had, and I am grateful. We even wrapped set 12 minutes early, which means I'm pretty spot on with budgeting time. Um, I blocked off two hours to record a three-minute poem, and that is from load out from load in to load out. Um, and I'm really excited to release this video and the single this month and for you to see our final product. If all goes well, I'll be fundraising this summer to produce more performances featuring other poets. Um, and in this coronavirus scare and general political climate, the arts are being cut and events are being canceled. We have to find ways to maintain community and to do the work that we are meant to do. So wash your damn hands, sanitize, and choose love over fear. If you're interested in producing visuals um, or want more info on how to hire anyone from my team, or if you want to hire me to do project management, creative consulting, organization, or accounting, I'm offering those services too. Hit me up at www.ashleyhayes.com.
com slash Hayes's Higher Learning or click the contact link on my website. If you dig what I'm doing, let me know through your support by supporting Hayes's Higher Learning. You make it so I can keep dedicating time to this work and practice social justice by giving people the tools and resources they need. You can learn more about support options at anchor.fm slash Ashley dash Hayes. Make sure you check out Instagram for tips on organizing your projects and share, share, share. I see the numbers going up for listeners and I'm really excited about that. The song of the week is Grinding All My Life by the late Nipsey Hussle. Thank you so much for tuning into Hayes' Higher Learning where together we are learning better, doing better, and being better. You all have an amazing week. Mm-hmm.